Good morning, this is Ryan on the Product Leadership Podcast. Uh, This one's been sitting in the archives for a bit. You know, I recorded it probably a couple weeks ago now. And it was... This is going to be a a moment where, again, I've had a couple of these where I'm thinking, do I release this? Is this too personal? Is this uh, helpful? Um, And I always like to err on the side of like going back and being what are the principles what is guiding me in doing this podcast in the first place and it's to give a behind the scenes look it's a it's a platform which um i try to share from my personal experiences in a way that can help or you know others may relate to um this is unpolished this is not a podcast in which we get a whole bunch of fancy setup and then, you know, we edit things. This is just straight up um, unscripted, real struggles, real talk. And you know what? I'm thinking I'm going to go ahead and share this. And I really hope that you hear. I was kind of listening to it before here. And man, was I was in a funk, y'all. And uh, just wanted to, I don't think there's an update. But things are getting uh, in a better place for me. Uh, it's gone, and it's been a lot of soul searching. It's been a lot of uh, uh, looking inward instead of trying to control outward things, uh, which I think can be a tendency for some people. And so, yeah, just dig deep, get some pizza, get some ice cream out, uh, maybe a, a glass of wine or, or a beer for this for this uh, podcast. This may not be the uh, happy-go-lucky uh, podcast um, or episode and so it's Friday for me and I'm going to release this uh, and maybe this is something that you slow roll into the weekend with anyways thank you for listening to this podcast I'm hoping that this um, this episode is helpful for seeing the struggles and for seeing the challenges and seeing uh um, the challenges and, and how a team that uh, is small but we work on many things um, the challenges with collaboration and inner team dynamics and such and so and, and finding so for me it was just sharing you know what is my place I you know I technically had this title but as many of you know when you go into you know a team setting and you're collaborative and you're small and you're you got almost like this startup vibe you wear more hats than your own role and sometimes um, too much operation outside of your comfort zone just drains you, you know, and and doing things that don't fill up your bucket um, really weigh on you. And I think that's what happens in this episode. So I like to say enjoy. I'm not sure if it's going to be enjoyable, but uh, it's going to be real. It's going to be authentic. It's going to be what this thing this podcast is about in the beginning in the first place is behind the scenes this is um think of this as (laughs) an unscripted version of like the bachelorette or something i don't know you know you know you get to see the real you get to see them interacting and then there's someone who goes sits in a room and they get interviewed this is like that moment of the show you know getting that behind the scenes this just happened this is what i've been going through so Sit back, pour your glass, pour yourself a glass of wine, and I uh, hope you get something out of this. Thanks.
Hey out there, what's up guys? Um, looks like the last podcast, the last episode, uh, your current process is limited news. Done pretty well, so thanks for everybody who's listened to that. Um, I really hope hope that was helpful. I know the experience that I share in that podcast um, really was kind of just what I needed at the time, where I felt like my process had become a bit stagnant. Uh, I thought I was using and doing the right thing in my process as far as using the right tools and, and going through the right flows. Um, and then I just decided to switch things up, switch my tool up, and it was life-giving and it was life-changing. And so, yeah, if you're a designer or basically if you are <laughs> uh, trying to grow and you feel like you've, you've been crafting and, and honing your process, uh, this podcast might change the way you think and approach your work and encourage you to um, look out outside the zone, outside your comfort zone and, and try something different. So, yeah, you should go back, listen to that if you haven't. And thanks for everybody who has listened. Um, I don't really know what I want to talk about today. So this this is going to be interesting. Trying to figure out basically what to share. Well, today it's a rainy day. Um, it's been 100 degrees or so in Dallas. Uh, this weekend I was in Tohoka, Texas, which is about 30 minutes south of Lubbock. And it was blazing hot as well. So yeah, it's the dog days of summer right now. But today feels rainy and a little bit cool. So who knows what the next day is going to bring. Uh, I hope you guys are doing great. You know, appreciate you guys listening to this podcast. Thank you for taking the time. And honestly, I'm always looking to make this thing better. So if you're on the anchor station, call in, let me know what you're thinking and maybe a concept or some something that you've been wanting to grow in or learn in. Also head over to at lead product on Twitter. Make a conversation happen over there. Love to hear from you. Um, as far as what's been going on on the team, um, my role on a product team, uh, man, it's been a heavy few weeks, y'all. Um, I'm trying to figure out what, how to share the things that I've been going through, experiences I've been going through in a way that is, um, allows you guys to gain some insight but also in a way that is respectful of the team and our process. So let's see here. Maybe if I just start. I mean, it's just been challenging for me personally because I've been trying to figure out as a designer, as someone who's basically been there from the beginning, how do I continue to bring value to my team? So, you know, in the earlier stages when there was no product, when there was no real design or, hey, how's this thing going to work? I think it was a lot easier. You know, we did uh, sprints and we uh, really took our time and, and, and story mapped and tried to figure out what the, and define the problem and really took a lot of time doing that, you know? And so we'd take that research and that effort and I would go back and, and start designing and creating stuff. And then there'd be some internal review or maybe a prototype with a review and some adjustments were made and then we would build and that kind of thing. Um, the stage of the game we're at now is our product and especially the products that I've been able to be a part of in a more um, specific way have launched. 
So we've got one area that we've launched in in one state, and then we've done another area in a different state that we've launched in. And just so you all have some context, our team has also been um, full circle on this. So not only are we the team that is discovering, designing, and building, but once we've launched, we're the ones who go out, we install the hardware, we um, train everybody who's going to touch um, this new system, and then we also are supporting all the meanwhile learning, gaining insights, um, developing new features, pushing out releases, fixing things. So yeah, and we're a team of, I think, 15 now. And what that equates to is just um, a few, one or two developers on each platform, two backend, two QA, project manager. Um, and that's kind of how it splits on, on the, across the board. And it's amazing to sit on a team where we're all wearing so many hats and we all kind of get worn out and someone fills in the gap and lets us rest. It's kind of like, you know, game time, five around on the, on the court, and then every now and then someone needs a breather, someone steps in. But unfortunately, I think you all know where this is going. It's just like that gets so hard and it gets so difficult um, to continually sit in that seat. And so especially for me, there's just been this um, burnout that's occurred that I think kind of came at left field for me. It kind of hit me in a, in a weird way. I think I prepared myself. I had a self, enough self-awareness to know, you know, I can't sustain this pace. The team can't sustain this pace per se. Um, but not really having the ability to know how to help the team evolve or change and so we've kind of been sitting in this seat of constant support while still expected to deliver and release every two weeks. Um, and it's a bit challenging. And for me, it's like design kind of paused for a second. And I really had to dig deep and figure out, okay, in this, in this time where design is not, I'm not always sitting at my computer um, thinking new things and solving problems, I am trying to figure out how to help the team get through these uh, flows as a team in our process to release this software and then working with stakeholders and working with end users, um, training them up, supporting them alongside with my teammates. Um, it was a challenging time just because those are probably all areas that are outside my comfort zone, outside of where I like to operate, outside of things that fill my bucket uh, as an individual, that also fill my bucket um, as a designer and my skill set. And this is how I think I eventually adapted. You know, I kind of got into this weird funk. I kind of got into this place where uh, this wasn't fun. I don't know if uh, how much I can continue to do here. I had to switch it. I had to reframe it. Um, and I'm glad I did because at some point it was like, you know what? You get the opportunity to really put in some field work here. You really get the opportunity to see how things are being used and build those relationships. And um, no longer am I uh, deploying design thinking in terms of pixels and, and user flows. I am now deploying this on ter in terms of uh, how to build uh, 
relationships and support a network that I'm, my team and I are going to have to work in to continue to grow and launch the software. And so for me, that's just kind of, I think, where things landed. And I'm glad I reframed it. It was a struggle. I mean, for about two, three weeks, I was just kind of in a funk. I was just kind of getting into a dark place, uh, an unhealthy place. Um, and I, I think people who may understand what this means uh, get that. And, you know, it's like, yeah, it's expected to struggle a bit. Um, but yeah, I'm glad I'm getting through that. And I'll try to continue to articulate that. So, so it's helpful to those of you out there going through something similar on your role on a product team. And as you just heard my e-break, I'm about to fill up for gas. And so I'm going to pause right here and then probably pick up. So there's going to be a really rough cut. My apologies, y'all. Thanks. All right, back on the road. I'll fill up. So yeah, got to the funk. And I think I'm getting in a better place. Design work uh, has, has been ramping back up. There are new features to be explored. There are new things to consider. Um, and every time we launch, it's kind of, uh, we have a couple different um, business units that do the operation a little differently. And so there's just either new learnings or things that we as a team may have expressed or things that we need to align on become more evident. And so what was once at the bottom of the backlog becomes things that are top priority to get designed. And then in that, we're also trying to adjust um, our sprint flow. So we used to have a pretty decent cadence where, you know, there's a bunch of design work in the back uh, backlog that was already approved and done. And so each sprint just started pulling in things. That was when things were new and fresh. And then... I think we had a cadence where we were able to design things and still kind of tweak or bump things or get features out real quick. So design and dev could almost be done in the same sprint, but with these new features that are a little bit broader, a little bit more dynamic and may have uh, more impact on the things that we've already put into the, the flow and, and the processes we've already laid out. Um, I think that's becoming more challenging and there needs to be more technical scoping done and, and there needs to be a more of a conversation where the dev team really sits down uh, with the designers and the product owner and the product managers and, and break down the work and one of our teams, so we have, I don't know, uh, our our web development team, let's put it that way, um, have done a, has really led the way in being the example of uh, a good practice of sitting down regularly, almost weekly, I think. They'll plan the sprint ahead, uh, get an understanding of the work that needs to be done. It gets designed. Um, they use an epic in which design work happens. And so the epics where the design and discovery happen, which is usually the sprint ahead. And then they come to the table as a team 
Um, and even sometimes it's just them. There's no uh, product manager or product owner involved. They, they take the um, initiative to sit down as a team, look at the designs, look at the epic, and then they will chunk out the work per the requirements needed to do. And so the front-end development has their list of things. And the back-end development has its list of things. And then anything in between has its list of things. And so they take the big rock and they begin to chunk it out and say, okay, to accomplish this part of the screen or this section of the flow, this is what we need to start breaking apart. And they start writing out um, stories and they start writing out subtasks for the stories. And it's gone really well. I think they have a good grasp of what they can get done in a sprint. And then they also... Uh, provide a lot of context and do a lot of that hard work up front of trying to understand and and think of through the dependencies and think about, oh, what does it actually take uh, in theory, of course, to, to get this work done? Let's go ahead and break it out. Let's start to task it out. And let's go ahead and write the stories and the acceptance criteria for that stuff. Um, that sounds intuitive, and if you're on a product team and you use Jira, these are all things, but I think uh, I just wanted to share that with you is because they've done a great job of leading that way, and uh, on the other side of things, we tend to do things a little faster, a little more loose in terms of uh, design comes in, usually the sprint ahead, um, lay some things out uh the AC gets kind of written. I don't know that it's always been an epic per se. It's usually been just a user story. Um, I'll design from that. And then the ACs usually get a little bit more refined after design gets approved. I try to shoot it over, or I do shoot it over to our dev teams, those who I think will be working on it or have, <coughs> excuse me, seniority over the project who have, you know, kind of been leading the project get their input. Uh, and again, I think meetings, I tend to try to not have meetings because meetings usually mean a lot of talk that may or may not be productive. And so my way of keeping that at bay and making sure that, you know, our time is precious, we're a small teams doing a lot of things. So I try to keep that, you know, just tagging people in the tickets, um, but again, as we all know, those digital spaces can become overwhelming. They can be um, so much going on in, in their own right. And so that may not be 100% effective. But then essentially, uh, we would sit down at sprint planning that next, you know, we have sprint retro on Friday. And then that following Monday, we have sprint planning in which that may or may not be the first time everyone sits down together to look at the work and even then and as long as it takes us I don't think we actually have found a good efficient productive way of discussing the work because um, I think it becomes more of we have to get this done so we just end up pulling it all in versus saying okay let's look at this work let's break it down in a way that um doesn't just become this endless cycle of feedback about what can or can't be done or how the work should be approached or shouldn't be approached instead of just looking at the work and breaking it down. And so 
just sharing that with you guys um, to know that, hey, our team actually kind of has two ways of doing things. And what appears to have worked before isn't necessarily working well now. And then we have a segment of our team who's really taking this more intentional approach of working design and discovery in an epic, breaking, and then coming together as a team that includes uh, all the devs, breaking that down and getting context and understanding uh, per high fidelity mockups and prototypes. Then as a team, breaking down that work, creating user stories, and then also crafting the acceptance criteria around that. And it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of work. And I think they're getting faster. So it might be slow in the beginning, but it seems to be uh, something that as you practice, you get better at, which is also great because you're getting better at communication as a team. You're getting better um, individually understanding your work because you've been able to every couple of weeks um, break down the work and say, last sprint, I didn't understand the full context of what that work was now I do which is setting me up for success as an individual contributing on this project by saying I can take those learns and as I break down this new work I can apply those new learnings immediately um, and get better so the work as you rinse and repeat the work gets better broken down context gets better shared and then the team strengthens because the process becomes faster and information is shared more easily, which translates into better velocity, better output, um, which I think in the end, if you can get to that place, the team has a healthier confidence in uh, themselves collectively and also individually, whereas vice versa, when you don't have clarity and then you jump into it and then um, the work almost gets sludged along week by week and there's an ever-growing um, cognitive load of, I don't know if I built that right and I don't know how that really affected that. and um, That kind of weighs on the individual and then it weighs on the team. And I think that gets brought in uh, to the retro. And these are just things that as I see these two um, different ways of approaching our work as a team, these are things that I think we can just avoid. And I wanted to share with uh, anybody out there listening on a product team to really think about that. And it's not about this, uh, the web team essentially doing something the best way. I think they're still learning. They're still growing. And I share uh, these two, these two stories, these two narratives with you guys, because maybe your team is the web team, you know, and you guys, maybe this affirms the fact that, oh, we're doing this right. So let's keep doing it. Or maybe you relate a little bit more to the other, uh, narrative of the team in which, um, you know, there's so much to do. There's so much work and, there's already work that needs to get done and needs to be committed on top of the support. So it's just almost like we run super fast um, and we may not be as diligent in trying to sit down as a team and really unpack these big rocks. We tend to try and just 
shuffle this big rock from one person to the other rather than taking the time as a team, breaking it down and seeing the effects that that, that can also have. To encourage you that, hey, at any point in time, you guys can sit down collectively and say, you know what? It's a new sprint. We're going to do things differently. Let's try to approach it differently. And maybe here's one way and then just start from there. I just wanted to either encourage or inspire in this episode. I'm thinking that's what eventually kind of happened. And that's kind of the update over the past few weeks. Um, A lot's been going on, you know, it's crazy times. And once we get a little bit more launched, I can start talking less mysterious. I know that is something that may be uh, irritating, but uh, I don't still feel 100% confident in being able to share specifically what what we're building and how we're building it. But um, there is the hope that it becomes uh, much more uh, released in a a larger scale and incorporated into these business units of of Procter & Gamble that are service-oriented industry. And so, yeah. It'd be exciting, and who knows, maybe some of you guys will actually have a touch point and be a user in some of um, these products as I'm able to share more, and you guys learn more about what it is that we're up to on my team, Team Solvent. So yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, Hopefully, if you got something good out of that, um, that's just kind of what's been probably building up, and I've been trying to marinate through uh, how to kind of, you know, get out of a personal funk, how to adjust, stay flexible, adapt, how to um, dig deep and be there for the team and not just be there for yourself, how to approach your work collectively and as an individual. And if you run in sprint cycles, um, two ways of approaching work and my observations on that um, and sharing those with you. And hopefully that was either encouraging or inspiring Uh, for you to go back to your team, start the conversation, continue the conversation, and continue to build incredible products that help people do things better. So yeah, thank you all for listening. And until next time, later.